this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, my name is David Lynch from Twin Peaks, and this is my station ID as Rod Serling from the Twilight Zone. <clears throat> Hello, I am Rod Serling from the Twilight Zone. You are about to enter a new dimension, a dimension of sight and sound. And by sight, I mean sight gags by Cash Hartzell that won't play because it's an audio format. And by sounds, I mean sound drops played by Neil Mahoney that are mostly about Neil Mahoney. You are entering a dimension called Jonah Radio. If this is going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Neil, oh. Out here, just a little bit Ooh, strange, but I'll trip with you. She ain't Get off the cross, dude. It gets a lot colder. Hang on with your friends. Welcome to yet another episode of Jonah Radio. We're glad you tuned in right on time. Swindle continues on. It sure does. We are uh, a part of the Sklarbro Network. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we we uh, we do we do ads. We do ads now. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we'll we'll, do, we'll we'll force Allie Gertz, our guest later, to do these with us to make oh, no. it that much worse. Uh, Jonah Radio. Cash Hartzell, our producer, is here. Hi, everybody. It's Cash. I'm here. Neil's here as well. <laughs> Everyone's going to just assume that something was cut out uh, and that your brain didn't just cash no, out. No, I was done. Cash <laughs> only. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Neil, you're here as well? Yeah, I'm here as well. How you doing? I'm doing okay. You're good? I'm all right. Yeah. Neil is on the high couch. Neil, we have a high couch because of the one we broke last week. You <laughs> tuned in last week to hear yeah. how the couch broke. Um, um, we've put it on chairs that were around so now it's just sort of elevated about a foot and a half above of where it should be so Neil much so that it made <laughs> our guest uncomfortable yes we had to, we, we had her on a pedestal which you shouldn't do <laughs> fellas. No, guys. you gotta get it off a pedestal i have to disagree i think the higher up you put me the better it is for me <laughs> that voice is returning guest oh Simpsons podcastier, former Simpsons podcastier, former writer for Mad TV, former <laughs> at midnight. What is she up to now? She doesn't know. But she is uh, uh, our wonderful friend. Please, everybody. Allie Gertz. Hello. 
Allie, thanks for coming back. Absolutely. Um, I was looking to get my credits said incorrectly somewhere. So. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Mad TV, uh, I, I say Mad TV? had nothing to do with. I uh, said Mad TV. Mad Magazine. Oh, so uh, they, ma- they the made a magazine of. off they the, the TV make, show. You know, the TV show was going really well. Did they have that one Asian lady in They thought, you know, TV goes away too quickly. Let's print all the racist stuff in a magazine that will never go away. And that's what I was in charge of editing. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the what's that famous Mad TV uh, thing uh, that uh, Alfred E. Newman says uh, with his Asian character? What me Wally? Uh, is that yeah? <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, just to let everyone know, it's not me being racist. <laughs> no, it was, it was Alfred. It's Alfred E. Newman. Oh man, I had a What Me Worry T-shirt when I was like seven. Oh like, really? My grandparents got it for me. Like they got it. Did like you the, care about? Like, did you know what it was? Did you uh, care? I knew it as a magazine that was at the barber shop. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, and then it was like, all right, you can look at it, but like. Don't tell anyone that you saw, you know. Yeah, whatever. that was also like the most Gertz move uh, at that point in time of your life, where it was like, it's like, what's a thing old timey men like? <laughs> Mad Magazine. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Wait, no. and what? So you say Velocipede Magazine is not a thing anymore? I'll go to Mad. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Velocipede. They're the they're what they used to call bikes before they figured out bicycles. The oh, old really? Time bikes. Old time yeah. bikes. You know, like oh, the old like time the velocity bikes, of speed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The big Velocipede also ones, sounds like. It could have been like terminal velocity. <laughs> Indoor bike track. A little is still snip, called snip. Velodromes. <laughs> did you know that? Where that could be my next move. Yeah. Where did, did you, have it. you been to one? Sure. So, Allie, last time you were here, uh, the podcast started off great. I was here being <laughs> hilarious. We were having a great time. Something fun. felt wrong. <laughs> Something felt wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> um, oh, and then I, I was like, I, I was like, I, I find a long song to kind of play out on <laughs> and then i was like i gotta go to the bathroom something doesn't feel right and then i go to the bathroom and i just start to uh diarrhea yeah and uh and, thro- and mouthria yeah yes um and and, and then i had to leave mothra. i had yeah. to, <laughs> mothra came out of my uh you know when you see uh, a monster that just like you love so much that's when you get mothras in your tummy <laughs> Oh, um, but uh, and what's funny is that that uh, what's uh, that morning I was also feeling like I think I might have like food poisoning, but I'm going to tough it out and do this podcast anyway. And then I gave it to you without even looking at you for more than a minute. Well, it was you kind know, of amazing. It was just one of those things where it's like you, you don't it's like when you look back, it's like a, when you're watching a disaster movie and you're like, oh, oh, they don't know. Oh, that guy doesn't realize that he gave the and it's like one of those things where my mom was in town. She was a. Uh, uh, she was like saying like a week before she's like oh yeah your you know your brother's kid Penelope was like she has kind of a st- like a, a upset stomach I think they fed her something at the thing and then like uh, and then like it's uh, then she said like, oh yeah Adam has an upset stomach I th- I think <laughs> it's because like he maybe he made fish the other day and maybe and then she and then she's like she's like oh I'm starting to feel weird uh, and but surely it's not sh- and she's like she's like well I had some of Adam's fish I guess oh, it just yeah. took longer <laughs> and then I was like surely I'm, I'm out of harm's way yeah exactly. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah. It was good for me because it gave uh, me more time to just talk about Dr. Demento while you were, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> not there. So yeah. it was a pretty good episode me. after that. Yeah. After you left. I, I didn't listen back, that. but I'm sure it was. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, you'll listen. Too. It was the only split episode we've ever had. We've never done a Jonah radio and then a Mahona radio uh, <laughs> starting in the middle. But I'm yeah, sure it was, it was like a, a seven inch. Yeah. yeah. It was like a split seven inch. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, we, we uh, do you want to keep on hanging out? Hang. Great. After the break, we're going to have more Ali Gertz. We have Cash is here. Like, give it up for Jimmy Vivino and the Neil Mahoney sound drops. Uh, we're going to play a song. If you want your music featured on this podcast, 
Email us a link to your band camp, Radio R-A-Y-D-I-O, at gmail.com. One of the things we just got sent is a great band called Silk Tail, and this is off their uh, Salt EP, and the song is called Easy. Bart Simpson, dude, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. Hey, thanks, hey. thanks, uh, Nancy Cartwright, for that uh, amazing, uh, yeah, friend of the show, friend <gasps> of the time show. Listener. What? Yes. yes, yeah, that's what that's what she said. That's actually Nancy Cartwright doing me. No, no, that actually was Dan Castellaneta doing me, <laughs> saying I'm not as funny as Kamel, uh, who's who's now in an exotic locale <laughs> shooting a Marvel movie. But uh, I watched a lot of great Atlanta? specials on Netflix. I watched that's as good. That's, that's as good. good. I yeah. think so. Yeah. You know, no one's better than anyone else, no. I realize. The no. less I get famous, uh, <laughs> the more <laughs> no, I realize that we're all just, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, Allie, since, since the you, less I get famous. Allie, since you're not famous, right. why don't you? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. no. Uh, this is the part I was going to tell you. Like, um, This is a segment of the show where we really just get into the current events of non- 
acting and comedy sh- related mm-hmm. showbiz, which makes us feel safe <laughs> to make mm-hmm. fun of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and no not stakes at all. It, we're not worried about wronging anybody. Oh, that uh, sounds nice. We don't have to, just shrimp. We don't wow. have to talk about any gillies. Uh, <laughs> and so this is a segment that we call Music News. That's right, Allie. It is time for Music News. Hell yeah. The whys and who's of the what you do is it's music news. Music news is back again. It's back again. <laughs> the five yes. W's. Music who, news why, where, why, why, yes. is back again. Uh, <laughs> um, so recently we talked about um, uh, the Cobain, Kurt Cobain sweater that he wore on the Unplugged oh, and how Jesus. it went for like, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. But we recently got a, an email from uh, a, a listener, Seth P. Anderson, who said, hey guys. Oh, just Seth P. Seth P. Good old Sethy Pan. <laughs> Panderson. I uh, just wanted to send you a pea little soup. pea soup, and he oh, says, oh, yeah. Local jokes. That's not even local. Right. That's no. just state. <laughs> a but state there's two lower. of them. It's there's a place called Pea Soup Anderson's that you Buelton normally. and. Buelton. Oh, God. The, the north one that nobody's ever been to. Right. It's just Buelton. That's the only reason. Yeah. Uh, they have a, a menu that tells you how far apart cities are from each location. In case it's, you want to like plan a trip around your soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if you want to, if you want to try from one to the yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't taste good or bad. It just tastes like stuff people used to eat before <laughs> taste became something that you worried yeah. about. And yet, I go out of my way to go there. Oh yeah. yeah oof. I yeah, you're too. going up the five freeway, and you're like, you know what? Let's go. Let's fucking. I'm not cut going over. to work. Yeah. I, I will tell you, it was. Only a last second rethinking that is the reason I did not propose to my wife at Pea Soup Anderson. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, we'll go another hour. We'll be Man. by the beach. That'll be nicer. <laughs> Imagine the nicknames. The Madonna Inn is across the street. That's uh, true. <laughs> a local joke, a local work. Just one. This guy, Seth Pan, Pea Soup Anderson. Um, <laughs> pea Soup. Pea Soup. Just wanted to send you a little backstory on the cardigan from Nirvana's Unplugged performance. Local legend has it. The cardigan was originally, actually, I think Neil has a great sound draft. No, 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 no. No, not that one. This is like a, this is a backstory. Legend has it. What would you hear in your head if legend has it, someone telling a story about someone? No, Neil, come on. Godzilla, dude. Come on, dude. No. We're about to retell a story. (laughs) Music. Here's a story. No! <laughs> no! I don't know, man. If you were to tell like a like a oh. legend has about some local legend has it that the cardigan <laughs> was originally owned by Todd Swalla from the Necros and Laughing Hyenas. Oh. While on tour with the hyenas, he left it behind at a crash house. He reached out to the woman to get it back, and Nirvana had crashed at the same house a few days later. Cobain picked up the sweater, not sure if it was intentional or accidental and left it with themselves. <laughs> Todd is pretty outspoken about his feud with Dave Grohl. Another long story for another episode. So I'm not sure of the validity, but in theory, Grohl more likely would have not been in Nirvana at the time. So Grohl has nothing to do with that. I don't think I'm speaking out of school on this as Todd is pretty open about it every time the sweater comes up in public discourse <laughs> anyway dig the show glad it's consistently in the air again it's on the air you fucking idiot stop unsubscribe it's 
But isn't that that's interesting? It's a little bit in the air. I, I do I do love that uh, our demographic is the guys that can clear up sweater stories. Yes, about yeah. Donna, like, oh yeah, yeah we'll yeah. just put this out to the radiates, and yeah. uh, they'll come back with just some, some guy just going, hold on, the, the guy from Necros, and uh, he was put momentarily in the big boys when he lived in Austin, Texas, in '83, <laughs> and then of course he was part of the yeah. That's that's. Actually. I feel like we're gonna book him soon. Yeah. That, uh, that sound drop applies to Neil Mahoney. Um, <laughs> I did like that Dolomite type reading you were doing with the music underneath you and was it Dolomite? It, out. it was a little Dolomite. It wasn't supposed to be. It was, <laughs> it was supposed to be like a, it was supposed to be NPR. <laughs> ah shit! Yeah. I talked to my mom today and I forgot to get her Netflix password. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Neil. Neil's doing great. Um, guys. Oh, oh, Cash! You fell down. Your sign oh, fell down. My, ca- my sign fell down. Wait, Cash, are you a g- ghost? No, tell it's us. November. You have to tell that us. That is true. That is that is that is a g- that is that are those are ghost rules. <laughs> ghost rules. Ghost rules. Ghost rules. Um. So, uh, BGs. The BGs are going to have a biopic. They have a biopic in the works from the producer of Bohemian Rhapsody. That's so fucking funny because in Wayne's World, one of the best lines is Wayne saying like, Led Zeppelin didn't write tunes everybody liked. They left that to, to the, the Bee Gees. Bee Gees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Wayne's World is famous for having Bohemian Rhapsody in it. That's right. Yes. That, well, I assume your listeners know. That's yeah. why they had, that was like, there was that great and confusing scene <laughs> where uh, Mike Myers is playing the record producer going, it's a terrible song. Yeah. It's like, how many times do you think like they had to cut out of Mike Myers looking at the camera and winking <laughs> and going, donkey! Uh, <laughs> In the movie from 20 years before Shrek, you think he... I, yeah, you're probably right. He, he was, you know, it was made 20 years after Shrek. <laughs> We're talking what? about Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Oh, that I thought you were talking about Wayne's World. Yeah, that scene didn't happen in Wayne's World. No, no. it didn't. He never played a record executive in <laughs> Wayne's World. Well, in Wayne's World 2, he was a uh, concert promoter. So I could see why you were confused. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for creaking open that door of escape <laughs> after I've locked myself in a completely dark warehouse. In my, in my spec script for Wayne's World 3, he's a chiropractor. <laughs> that might be it. I've read that. That was he's it. doing adjustments. Yeah. Kind of laying on like a thick, like... Sort of like a Guys, Eastern Asian like uh, uh, medicine kind of vibe. I think we should take all of the SNL uh, movies and make one sequel for all of them. Mm. <laughs> so it's so Night at the Roxbury Two, Superstar Two, Wayne's World Three, all Blues Brothers Four. So it's just a big orgy. Yeah. Well, it's no. It's one movie that's about all so of them. So it'd be like a, it's a mad, mad, mad world. Like they're all like have to drive from L.A. to D.C. Oh, the, S- the SNL connected universe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this this uh, this biopic is gonna. It's uh, at Amblin. Oh this boy, Spielberg. <laughs> Coworker of mine. I I I Spielberg? love a good. I love Very a good cool. rock doc. I love a good rock biopic. I love a music biopic. Sure. Sure. I have no interest. I hate a bad one. I hate a bad one, but also oh, I like I don't one. care about the Bee Gees. I don't even like the sketch that they used to do with the uh, Fallon, Fallon and, and them. I, it's like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. I don't even like it when Fallon <laughs> does it. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, I like the Bee Gees to be honest. Like I think they're really fun, but I don't need more. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't need to know about the lives. I feel yeah. like I, I, I feel like I it's probably f- pretty tawdry though. Like, yeah. That era and then that level of fame. Like, yeah, I guess there would be a lot of cocaine. Uh, the song "Staying Alive" is in the end credits of Shrek. 
and they oh, all sing along to it. That's <laughs> the the Shrek connected universe. I do feel we like get E from Eels to do a cover of Fuck that guy. <laughs> he'll come back and he'll apologize. We'll have to, to you. settle this. We'll say we'll we'll do like a yeah. um, We'll have a jumpsuit street fight. There you go. <laughs> 7 minutes in heaven with you two. Um Ooh. Guys, recently uh, there was a song recorded for a uh, "Got It Covered." It's a BBC charity compilation, and uh, Olivia Coleman. cover. Olivia Coleman, uh, Oscar winner Olivia Coleman, Incredible. who's great. She's been peep in show. She, Peep Show. She uh, she was in the first Number Wang sketch. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's from the 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 the, the, the one favorite? about the Queen. The yeah, she's like the favorite. Yeah, she's, the she's in she's favorite. in everything. She's also in Flowers, which is uh, Will Sharp show from uh, yeah, you like uh, that. CISO. CISO, rest in peace. You don't like it. Yeah, you like that. You don't. It seems right up your alley. Yeah, it was a little bit slow for me. Didn't get through it. Neil <laughs> falls asleep during anything. Like, you, when was the last time you watched a full movie without falling asleep? Yesterday. What was Outside it? of Jojo Rabbit. Also because it was like eleven thirty in the morning. <laughs> That's no fucking obstacle for me, my man. He can nap, and he's napped in a lot of the Marvel movies. I yeah. will say that. I went to see that guy Nick today, and he has all that us stuff. All yeah, over his house. he fell asleep next to the guy who edited us. <laughs> <laughs> it had been a long day. He was out. He was during out the movie. We were out us? supporting Bernie. <laughs> and then yeah, he's got like the gold scissors on his wall and stuff. Oh, and nice. I was like, I shouldn't bring up the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I got a screener though. Uh, but for this, uh, for this, that's a salty banana charity compilation. Um, Olivia Coleman sang uh, Portishead. That's fun. Ooh. And uh, then she had a uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I don't know what that is. That's uh, from uh, Fleabag. Have oh, you seen okay. Fleabag? Nah. It's one of the it's best short, shows of all time. And it's great. It is pretty good. Congratulations. I, I mean, there's what? a lot of stuff I don't see. Yeah, I know. But then you get smug about the stuff you this, don't see. This, I'm not like, smug about I know, it. I know. I brought you know up what? flowers. I said it's good. You're like, yeah, that, uh, you would like it's it. The a fuck bit slow for me. It's the couch. I, he's he's on the high couch and he's looking couch. down at all of us. Don't mm. act like this is the first time he's done it. I'm just saying it's couch. more noticeable yeah. now. God, everybody hates me. <laughs> yeah. um, should go eat worms. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, who also wrote Killing Eve on BBC America, which is a great show. She's writing the new... Uh, she's writing the new... Um, James Bond. James, James Bond. Bond. Oh, that's but this fun. combination, uh, like all the words in it, definitely feel like a very cool Mad Lib, like brought to life. Like yes, it's yeah, yeah, very exactly. like how. Uh, so she plays. So wait, the lady that played the queen in the favorite is writing the. No, James no, Bond. Neil, keep up. Two, two, okay. two. That was two Olivia lady. Coleman. Okay. And, and this, and then also on this track is Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag. Okay, got it. And so uh, I haven't seen that. People say it's great. There's a hot priest, right? Hell that's yeah. In the, that's in the second series. Second series. season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a British show. We should respect. What, what floor are we on right now? Yes, the yes. first. Uh, so anyway, um, she plays a ukulele on the track because, of course, she does. Of course, she does. It uh, kind of makes me mad. And Olivia Coleman's so voice, much. pretty good. Here's a little clip of it. <laughs> well, that's fun. They have a From this time, no, that's no, this is uh, Portishead. Did they, they, they didn't do a Bond theme, but I they think they did. No, no they didn't. But I know what theme you're talking yeah. about. I'm trying to remember who it was. That what? So that was uh, that was Olivia Coleman. Incredible. Singing. Sounded good. Yeah. I love her voice. Yeah. 
Um, the uh, I like all the, of the her. ukulele playing on it might be the my least favorite thing Phoebe Waller Bridge has ever done. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bit. Oh, except for twee. Except for me not being able to be her. Oh yes, that <laughs> yeah. I don't like so much. Either. Yeah, she really yeah. put her foot down on that. <laughs> she really. I, tried. I won't do it. <laughs> yes. Um. So recently, 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 uh, Billy Idol uh, was on a uh, on a podcast. He was being interviewed, and he Billy um, Billy Eildish. <laughs> Idolish. Oh, here's some music news. Yeah. Riding my bike down York Boulevard, the strip of uh, Highland Park, and I see someone going like, "Hey, Jonah!" And uh, I was like, "Oh, what's going on?" It's a friend of mine that works on the James Corden show, and uh, he's he's like, "Oh yeah, we're over there uh, shooting a carpool karaoke with Billie Eilish, but we just uh, we did a, a couple shots inside a donut friend." Oh, oh nice! And I was like, "This is a very." Very Highland Park moment. Yes, <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, you should have let the carpool uh, car hit you on your bike. I thought about it, but then that would have screwed over Dave Lyons' wife Michelle, who was a producer for those segments. Uh, I think that that makes it go viral. That's true. You don't think that would help everyone's careers? Oh, you think so? Shit! At this point, cool. I'd do it for insurance money. Did you stand in there and download uh, all your information about Mark Trombino and like? All the records he produced, like just holding that person hostage. No, because <laughs> it, it was probably no, the guy knew who I the, yeah. knew each other. Yeah. Oh. Hey, wh- who was it? Was it Nate? Yeah. Yeah. Then he knows that shit already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't Nate Fernald. No, it wasn't Nate Fernald. Some other guy. Not Stu. Oh, Stu. Anyway, guys, <laughs> I hope um, our listeners Stu. love that. <laughs> um, You'd love Stu. You think no. it's Stu? Oh. Guys, I like a good shepherd's pie. Billy Idol said. That James Cameron auditioned him for the role of the T-100 <laughs> in Terminator 2. T-1000. Oh, shit. There's a, uh, there, that, that means there is a typo yeah. on Rolling Stone. Ooh.com. <laughs> well, I mean, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was the, the, 100. the Terminator. Maybe yeah, yeah, might, yeah, yeah. He might have been no, the No, he was no, the no, 800, no. and then the 1000 yeah, was no, no, they, they, Patrick. They, they uh, fixed it later on. Yeah. Um, What's his name, Patrick? Cameron took Idol on a tour of Stan Winston's visual effects offices, where the singer was excited to see production sketches that already showed up. Uh, uh, and then he says, I even act... Actually, uh, since it's a British oh, person, to, could you do you uh, Billy to, Idol? Uh, right at yeah. the top of the... Okay, and I'll, I'll say the non-court <clears throat> stuff. <clears throat> I even acted some of the part. Idol says on the podcast. I had to act that scene where I go to the step-parents with the picture, but the trouble is, I had this terrible wimp. And James Cameron said, the only problem, I really need you to be able to run. And I'm just about walking, you know. And this was going to take me a while to really get 100% back to normal. And even with the CGI thing, there was no way they could really fake it right in, really. Nice. So that's the the story behind the Billy Idol could have been... T one thousand. Who's the actor that plays? Robert. Robert Patrick. Patrick, Yeah. Yeah. Robert Patrick. His brother was in that band that played uh, that song, "Hey Man, Nice Chef." Filter. Yeah. Really. Which is which is a song I heard last night because I watched Demon Night. Ooh. Ooh. You should have watched Judgment Night. Uh, But that's both good soundtracks. That song is about Kurt Cobain. That's what they say, but they've never really. Said, hey man, I, oh, really? That's, I I said, hey, that's man, the shot. Also using about? Cable Guy. Also uh, using Cable yes, Guy. I interviewed that band in 2005 and off the record got a. Oh, oh, really? Going wow. on the record. Mm. Got, got a wink. Um, Billy Idol, I mean, like, Billy Idol as. Two, that wouldn't. It would have been too distracting. I would have definitely yeah. thought, like, Billy Idol, huh? Yeah. Like Even the whole then, time. Because it was like he was a huge star right then. 
No, no, he was a little bit past the. You think it was past? Yeah, but I think it date then. I think it. But also, he was like five years, five years out, maybe five, five, six years out of doing his cameo in uh, the Wedding Singer. That's true. Yeah, and he was he looked like an old guy then, and then. Well, he would have looked younger if it was earlier. (laughs) (laughs) That's how time works. Oh Jesus Christ! uh, What a burn. Yeah, because because like you needed like like a fresh out of the box type robot. Yeah. Not, not <laughs> like a oh yeah, like Bill Hader. This in guy's SNL. like yeah. sort of uh, probably as old as Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do like the idea though that uh, in, in this universe, the the robots in the future were looking around and were like, we need somebody that looks like somebody from the '90s. Do we have any pictures around? No, yeah. Well, we got this album cover. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's send the guy that looks like this guy but back. He yeah, like, he'll blend he right 80s. in. Like he wasn't a '90s guy. Like, well, no, he was an '80s guy. Yeah, like. He was actually a '70s guy. He was but in Generation X. Come on, come yeah, on, he was 92? like a legit punk guy. I'm trying to think of like what the last big Billy Idol song was. Mo mo mo. Yeah, that's definitely '80s. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that's he would. Baby. Done My dad's '80s that's cover band covers that song. I'm sure. Go. I'm sure. <laughs> he Much does. to his chagrin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another guy who wanted Mo. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I can't imagine like it's like what's another '80s? It's like it's like. What if it was like Gary Newman? And it's just like the T one thousand was just some kind of goth, like a, like you know synth punk guy, or or just straight up Bon Jovi, just just yeah. the, just the hair. Mark Mothersbaugh. Mark Mothersbaugh. That could just like all, no all of Devo. It's like it's like it kind of just looks like a guy in a jumpsuit. Then he gets like hit with like a shotgun, and then all the other guys from Devo like kind of like <laughs> emerge from his emerge chest. from him. Um, I think this is a spec script waiting to be written. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, yeah, anyone can have that. Uh, I, uh, that's all that's all that really needs to be done right now is uh another terminator sequel because it did so well this weekend <laughs> did it no it did terribly oh, oh. Really? yeah that's, that's your showbiz beat for this <laughs> that's um, a, that's our within the, the music news is show a little showbiz segment. beat yeah yeah no, i'm glad we went to see jojo rabbit yeah it's a great movie fantastic great movie. movie yeah yeah i saw it twice this weekend guys mm-hmm. soundgarden uh, is in uh, the rest of the guys from Soundgarden are trying to get some vocal demos that Chris Cornell recorded before he died, died, and to make a final Soundgarden album. Wow! But who's gumming up the works? You say they're not saying it? they're being polite. They're just saying like there's a lot of stuff of who owns what and who gets the cut of stuff. Uh, it's uh, Kim Thayil. Yeah, yeah, Thayil. Thayil. Who's that? He's the uh, he's the guitar player, the bearded the guitar hair. player guy, the oh, guy okay. that looks like Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cyrus, yeah. yeah, he looks like Cyrus. Um, Garamundi. Yeah, but like when they asked, they asked him too. Uh, like they're like, oh, would you ever continue on? Like just kind of how um, Chain, uh, Allison Chains did, and his response was like, well, you, we can't because like Lane Staley, Lane Lane Staley. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I guess, like you know, he was very much part of the songwriting process, but he was just a singer. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, right, you know, Chris Cornell wrote and collaborated. Would, with would they consider uh, Chris Parnell? Chris. Parnell. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. He's, a, he's got an incredible voice. <laughs> man, you be all fucking see about Seth Rollins, fucking Rick and Morty. I mean, you might not get it because you're a girl. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> a girl with a Rick and Morty concept album. Yeah, that's right. Seth songs to dance to. Shit. Oh, um, rec- recently, because of uh, there was such fanfare around our episode 
with um, oh wait what with because we recently had an interview uh, that we played of me and um, my chemical romances. Uh, Gerard, Gerard Way, Gerard Way. Mm-hmm. and uh, people loved it so much that they demanded they're like we love you so much on this interview so they finally announced that Michael Chemical Romance I thought that was because of you yeah it was yeah. because yeah. of this show wow. yeah. the whole show I'm sorry not yes. just yeah. what did they announce My Chemical Romance reuniting yeah I remember uh, oh Joe Rogan's cousin Joe Rogan's cousin exactly <laughs> yeah um Here's the thing. It's uh, I remember like the night they like announced they broke up. We had a meltdown show, and like me and Kamel made fun I of it. I had a meltdown, and, s- and some girl was really upset. <laughs> She's like, "Please don't, please don't." Oh, <laughs> nothing, nothing adds to comedy like somebody begging you not to do it. <laughs> yeah. Do were you? Uh, you're young. Did you like them? <laughs> no. You didn't like them? Never got into they them. They seem up your alley, though. Uh, you know, I haven't actually ever heard of my Chemical Romance song. Oh, really? Yeah. My um, my dad was I'm just... I'm not okay. That one? Yeah, no. My, you know, my, uh, my dad just really raised me to be very, very snobby about music and didn't often in- kind of let me listen to stuff that was contemporary. So most contemporary stuff that, like, matched what was out when I was a little younger, I didn't listen to unless I discovered it, like, within the last couple of years. Wow. Which is how I only recently got into Blink-182. Yes. Like, it's... I just totally missed out on a lot of stuff. That's how I feel. Let me tell you about a little song called Closing Time. (laughs) (laughs) The one that I covered on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Closing Time. You remember, Cash? We were sitting right over there when she played it in front of us. The whole group got together. I think we cried. Yeah. Oh, God. That was a rough day. Closing (laughs) Time. Um, But also in in Reunion News. Reunion News. That was great. Was it? Moved your finger like I was supposed to do. No, something. I liked it. Okay, that was a good one. Uh, I don't normally go oral. Rage Against the Machine, getting back together. Oh uh, my goodness! And doing the least Rage Against the Machine thing I think they could do. The playing, halftime Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess that is a Rick and Morty so. concept album. Yeah, uh, they're playing Coachella, which is just kind of uh, like by and large known as the money grab. Yeah, kind I don't of for, like re- that. for reunions. Yeah, Maybe. they'll donate a bunch to charity, probably. Right. I hope so. I mean. Who do you think it's for getting back together? Because Tom Morello is like on the road all the time. He seems yeah. to be doing fine. He's got the Prophets of Rage. Prophets of and those rage. guys were kind of taken. They were caught off guard from that. Like Be Real and Chuck D were like, oh, I mean, well, we had a fun run. We, we like our albums. Like uh, maybe we'll get to them. Maybe we'll play them again <clears> later <throat> on. But good luck. You know, Rage yeah. is great. So but they played Rage songs and they rapped like Rage shit at those shows. Wow. They were like covered Rage stuff. And then they also Aww. covered, you know. But like, uh, yeah. So, Rage Against the Machine come back playing Coachella. That maybe, is. A, maybe a midlife crisis. But so, like, remember, like, Rage kind of stops, and everyone's like, oh, "Here we go." Zach De La Roja is going to be putting out a hip hop hip hop album. And the only uh, he was like on one, he had one track, some of the early two thousands or mid two thousands. It was like a there, he was on a lyricist lounge. Yeah. Uh, oh no shit! Really? Yeah, yeah. He was on one of those that, like comedy thing. It was more like a like a cipher like an MTV cipher show or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but and then it was like, a good, it and was then good he track. had a great he had uh, great shit uh, that run the jewels. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, dude, close yeah. your eyes and count to fuck. Yeah, <laughs> fucking amazing track. Very yeah. good. So good. He references the anarchist cookbook, or is that no? That's not him. That yep. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anarchist uh, cookbook yeah. and and <laughs> Philip K. Dick novels. Yeah, Philip K. Dick and then yeah, 
Yeah, Anarchist Cookbook was like the internet before the internet. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, seriously. That's how I learned how to make napalm. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Gasoline <laughs> and uh, styrofoam. Styrofoam. I remember like we lit on fire and put it on a stick, and then my friend's mom started coming, and my friend like forgot that it was like hard fire. to put out, <laughs> and so he like waved the stick trying to put out the fire, oh, and then like a glob of it went everywhere. on his skin. He was like, "Duh!" <laughs> And then, like, to get it out, he jumped in. Like, it was house was right next to this disgusting canal. Oh. And he just jumped into it. And it, we were all like, we, like, wait, one of my friends gagged at the sight of him wow. going in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> just going straight into the Because it, like, the Gowanus. canal came from, like, a marsh. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, like, Selfie it's like, and so there was, like, there was, like, animal stuff in it. Mm. And, like, it was, just, it always smelled bad. Mm. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you catch your skin on fire. That's that's that'll always that happen. Like a Johnny Cash song. That'll that's what happens when so you catch your skin on fire. Shirt off. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> like I got out of the shower this morning, and I looked in the mirror and I was like, "Don't you know Neil's show on uh, on the cooking channel, The Shirtless Chef?" <laughs> oh, that's you. I just yeah. like, yeah, like. Double bill with the barefoot contessa. Like, <laughs> rarely make my like way up oil, to the face. I didn't know. Like oil spit or whatever, like just jumping out of a pan. And like, I just have these like bullets all over. Yeah. Like, and I it's really a bonus when it hits your nit. It's a, he's got a. And then as, no, as, no, as, no. as you're cooking, I'd imagine like Safeway sausages. You just kind of go, you go, <laughs> I deserve this. What I, are you making? I, I, it's uh, like half of the gift of the mad guy where he had to give up his shirt in order to get yeah. the bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do like a one pan kind of meal. So like I'll cook vegetables and in, in, in a protein in the same frying pan. And then that usually involves a little olive oil or something. But then I forget that sometimes it spits because yeah. there's water in the, in the vegetables. And then it. Mm. I always think about gives it. Me a little tattoo. There was like a Kevin McDonald. Uh, monologue on Kids in the Hall once where he's uh, like talking about like junk mail saved his life and like he's, he's like uh, so I'm living alone uh, and then like he goes on and he's like it's like anyway I'm washing my one dish like I said I live alone <laughs> anyway I'm washing my one dish <laughs> when I lived in that like real shitty apartment when I met Cash like you remember yeah the bachelor there. yeah the bachelor or no efficiency efficiency <laughs> so it was like it had a bathroom and it had a room and that was it and uh, I thought it was very cool that I had one plate, one fork, one yeah. <laughs> yeah. spoon. I was like, this is great. I'm so efficient right now in <laughs> Minimalism. efficiency. Yeah. And then now yeah. people Marie Kondo, she'd be losing her shit. She'd yeah. love it. Well, the fact that I had to wash my dishes in the bathtub was a little bit depressing, but there was no kitchen to speak of. I had a microwave and a mini fridge. Yeah. I mean, Kramer did his dishes in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and Kramer. That <laughs> Neil, right. Neil, that fictional character actor. who was kind of laughed at. Yeah, that he did something similar. <laughs> that clown bachelor. That <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about Howard. Oh, Meatball. guys, arbitrary. Hello. Uh, recently, Rivers Cuomo penned a whimsical uh, song for Netflix's Green Eggs and Ham. Oh, good. The song backflip. So. Uh, we got we got a little bit of a. Does Rivers listen, listen to this podcast? What's that? Does Rivers listen to this podcast? He has not reached no. out to say so. So far, the best Weezer song I've heard in many years. Sounds like Vampire Weekend. Watch me backflip, watch me backflip, let me work my magic, let me work my magic. Watch me backflip, watch me backflip. Do you think he can backflip? No, 
got two different sized legs. Yeah. So this is a fantasy. Greg says to set. call his bluff. Yeah, I'll watch you back. Later. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh, uh, right now? <laughs> I need to warm up. Wait. I need to stretch. You can't do it now. I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was this thing inside me. Mm-hmm. Like, meow, I was like, meow, what meow, if? Meow, what was meow. his name? Hey, it Ben was th- Grimm. It was, it was the thing. <laughs> For Adam's family. Uh, oh, I went. Uh, there was there was this thing inside me where I, I like I was like, what if this song from Rivers Cuomo, like, and I know it's for a kid's thing, and I knew it was going to sound like that, but like, what if it was really great and it was better than any of the uh, Weezer stuff that's come out in the last fifteen years? The White Album has some really good stuff, and uh, I always, everything will be I all hate, right. You know what that sounds like? It's like my uncle's not racist all the time. That's like every time I hear these like Weezer apologists or they're like, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, uh, a five second moment in the third track of one of the 17 albums they and put it up. really, you know, really brought something back. <laughs> I, uh, I, I got a massage, uh, and, uh, the woman, I apologize that there was like cat hair, like on, uh, my person. And then she was just like, Oh, I saw the cat scratches. It's, uh, it's fine. I have a cat too. And I'm just like, oh, you know, it was it was totally my fault. And she's like, yeah, isn't it always? And like, I just felt oh like boy, I was very oh much boy. just like, I felt very much like a, like an abused wife. Yeah. Felt, I'm like, what club am I joining? This yeah. is not what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> like, I promise it was my fault. I thought it'd it was be fun to take fault. a cat the in feast, the sun. The feast I, wasn't fancy enough. It was my fault. <laughs> yeah. I, I like. She didn't like the bow. <laughs> I Cash. forgot. <laughs> oh. I don't get time for that. Nope. Nope. Had a, had a bit, and it was like, ah, oh, that'll work. Uh, just wait till they're done. Nope, they're not done. Uh, <laughs> what was that bit again? What was that? What was that bit again? Yep. <laughs> yep. Hey, April. What was that bit again? Wait, wait, hey, baby. That's, like, that's going to be you and your wife for the rest of your life. Like, you're going to be on the phone with a friend. <laughs> like, and you're like, it's like, man, I was saying the other. Ah, shit. Yeah, April. Hey, what April. was that bit again? The one where I said, Arook. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the rest of it, but I remember going Arook. <laughs> yeah, okay. She doesn't remember either. <laughs> I think she's lying. Yeah, yeah. Um, you saw you. You really like the Dol- uh, My name is Dolomite movie. I saw you. Uh, Dolomite is my name. Dolomite is my name. Yes. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was so great. I uh, didn't <sighs> know anything about uh, the. I didn't know anything about Dolomite. I yeah. had not seen the movie. Um, I was of the very uh, limited mind that like a story like that has only really existed with movies like The Room because I have not had too much exposure. No, and yeah. you should you should watch my show, Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. You'll hmm. see that there are lots of those, <laughs> lots of terrible <laughs> movies out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar with terrible movies. I guess I just wasn't. Uh, I hadn't heard of too many other success stories of movies that were like uh, so bad they're great. Types. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's always going to be those types. Like right now, um, it's like I guess Neil Breen. There's probably pe- people we don't even know, but Neil Breen did Fateful Findings. Mm. I don't know. And it's these people that kind of like just fucking do their own movies. Uh, John DeHart, who did Gedevin. Yeah. Um, oh. And then like, uh, of course, there's you know, like, that's the thing. It's like Tommy was so. It's like the reason people know is because he kept on paying for it to. Yep. screen in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why I like for that's years. why it's the hip one. Yeah. But there's tons of these guys all yeah, over the and country. Yeah, because Gardner and all those guys like went and like made it like an event. Yeah. Through forks at the Yeah, my friend yeah. Michael Russelay and Scott Gardner were both at that college and like are interviewed yeah. all the time. That's all so cool. All those USC guys were like throwing spoons and throwing footballs and like yeah. making it like 
like a yeah, Rocky like Horror poker, poker type. Night. Yeah, exactly. And like, like it's like you know, and I think like and there was certain towns where like Miami Connection was that movie where it's like for some reason it just got aired because yeah. like some guys found it and then just made it a thing. That's why I hated Birdemic so much because even though it is one of those movies, um, it's self aware, right? No, it's not. Um, but like the people who found it first, the company, um, they tried to make it. They tried mm. to force feed it as one of those things. I think that's what I was picking up from it that made me wonder if yes. there was any winking involved. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Dolomite, I'm sure most people probably know the story and that I may be in the minority, but like it was it was just really great. And it was uh, unlike uh, The Room where it's just like this is so horrible you have to see it. This was more about like, wow, we're actually being represented in a way that like like – you know, it, it makes sense. Like, yeah. this isn't just white people writing a black exploitation thing, or like people specifically looking for something that white audiences will like. Like, this is something that, like, yeah. you know, he wanted to see a movie like this, and so he made it. And yeah. it's so good, and it's truly like a feel-good movie. Like, it's it, a real feel-good it's movie. It's really great. fun. It's you know, same writers as Ed Wood, uh, and which it has you can a lot feel of, a lot. Oh, totally. There's like a lot of you know analogous scenes, even totally. You know? In like reading the review and, yes. and then like, you know, like going like, it's like, you know what? It's okay. We, we did a good job and I'm proud of us. It's yeah. like, that was Ed Wood style too. And I think it's been long enough that I think it's so good that a, a group of kids will watch this movie now and be like, this is their Ed Wood. Yes. And then I, they'll yeah. find Ed Wood and then they'll be like, well, this is my Ed Wood. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, I think it's also one of those things where it's like, um, it's like, I think they, Ed Wood was a drunk. Um, and I think they made him like, like a better person in Ed Wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like all accounts point towards Rudy Ray Moore actually being like that good of a guy. I hope so. I yeah. love him so yeah. much. Cause he was like a barnstormer. Like he took reels of film and drove town to town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, like I, also was like a good guy and like helped as many people as he could. I yeah. Love it. Uh, Dana Gould's podcast. He interviews Karaszewski and the other guy. Nice. Like, cool. Scott talk, Mayer. Yeah. They talk about like, like they had that script for 16 years. Like they met with Eddie yeah. Murphy in the nineties when Rudy Ramore was still alive. Yeah, I, and Rudy was, was just my... saying like he's like forget the movie, let's just go on tour. Yeah, like he's, yeah, he was just trying to go on the road. He's like, he's like that's how you make money. Yeah, so like, like, and there was several times where like someone else was gonna make the Rudy Ramore movie, and they were like, oh well, we missed it, and then it kept falling through, kept uh. falling through. And then they finally got to make this movie and yeah, Dave Lyons and all those great people got to work on it. It was such a great cast. I'm sad that uh, Rudy Ray Moore didn't get to see it, but it sounds like he at least knew that he was going to be portrayed by Eddie Murphy, which is yeah, pretty yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. I yeah. doubt he'll play me in my biopic. It'd be really cool if he did. <laughs> I think so too. It'd yeah. be a lot funnier. Yeah. Do you, you, you know Quick how round you... the horn. Who's playing you in your biopic? Me? Why do I got to go first? Because I'm looking at you. It, it, hopefully Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen. What are you, what are you taking <laughs> yours? Yeah, well, well, I mean, he's the he's the one that I get mistaken for. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I. That was just my because I was just Nelson looking. Franklin. Oh God, oh. probably yeah. Nelson Franklin. No, no, it wouldn't be Nelson Franklin. It's because the way things are looking right now, it's uh, it's, you would get the Nelson. What's the, the what's the guy who played uh, Jonah Ryan? Um, Tim. Oh yeah. Tim. Oh, Tim. What's his yeah. Name? Tim. He's so great. Yeah, yeah his name's What's his Tim. name. Yeah, yeah, but he's uh, like he's he looks like he's gonna get more famous Simons. than Tim Science. Simons. Simons. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Simmons. yeah, because when he has a beard, he looks very different. Yeah, yeah. So, I think yeah. he'll like. It's like yeah, that's the you know. He could scoop you. I would be played by. Um, you already said Seth Rogen. So oh, no, bud. no, I don't want it. I just like I'd I'd rather. Yeah. Uh, the who's who's the guy that uh played Swearingen in um uh Deadwood? 
Uh, oh, the guy that was in Hot Rod? Yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> the guy that was in Hot Rod. <laughs> that guy. That guy played me. He's also in uh, the uh, the AMC thing. Um, the, the Terror? Good, the Gods. American Gods. Yeah. American Gods. American, yeah. yeah. Um, who would play Neil? Mm. Ryan Phillippe. I would. <laughs> Edward Norton. <laughs> Edward Norton? Edward Norton. Yeah. He's one of those guys that like, it, like, yeah, he'll, like, like he'll change his body yeah. to like... What are you saying? <laughs> saying no, that saying, like, Ed Norton really get on invests himself in the yeah. And Andrew Savage would game. play Allie Gertz. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still 20 in it. <laughs> yeah, she looks real young. She looks younger than me. She. <laughs> <laughs> so does my dad. Yeah, I went, to, I went to Edward Norton's house when I first moved to Los Angeles. Oh, that's right. But yeah. didn't you find you found ex- Courtney loves panties, didn't you? My ex girlfriend was a. Uh, uh, Edward Norton's assistant, and we went to go feed the cats, and I dug a brassiere out of the couch, and it was Courtney Love's brassiere. How did you know? Because they were dating at the time. Mm. It was post. There was uh, coconut. It was post. Um, People versus Larry Flint. He was Flint. in post production <laughs> on uh, American History X, which he got a lot of shit for because he took over the movie after that Irish guy fl- mm. flunked out. Yeah. Oh, that guy's got a crazy story. Yeah, uh, what happened after? He was this dude, this Irish guy that like kind of like made his bones doing Guinness commercials and then did American History X. Oh, like, shit. Super like American story about racism and fucking. And then are we talking about shit. three billboards? <laughs> <laughs> and he. Because uh, that's an Irish guy that took on American racism. He had too. like a, like yeah, a but two and a half movies. hour cut of the movie. And then the studio was like, you're fucking out of your mind. And then gave it to Edward Norton to like cut down and make a story out of. And then uh, this dude started taking full page ads out in variety, like heckling oh, <laughs> Edward shit. Norton. And one of them was, I remember, cause I was out here when it came out and I didn't know shit about variety or what it meant to the world. But it said, stop looking in the water and listen to the wind. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, boy. That's the most Irish <laughs> insult. Like, fucking A, man. Like, hey, mate. Just come out and say what you mean. Like, What's the line again? <laughs> stop looking in the water. Stop looking at the, the water <laughs> and listen I'm to the wind. The wind. Oh, Aren't those lyrics yes, from Pocahontas? Stop looking at the water. Oh, God. Listen and, to the wind. Meaning, like, stop looking at your own reflection. Yeah. yeah. And then and listen to the wind. And listen to what? Listen to what? wings. It's just like, because they have rhyming the slang. Wings. Kinda, yes. Yeah. Well, after that. That guy got fired from American History X. He got in. He started making a documentary about Marlon Brando's acting classes that he would hold. Like old, crazy, fat Marlon Brando that would not move. He would have weird combination acting classes and yoga classes where he would go go and hold court. And this guy would direct those classes apparently there's a ton of dv footage floating around oh, wow. of, like this guy screaming Wild. at marlon brando to do retakes of his acting class stuff fat marlon brando did yoga uh what it, watch people do yoga. yeah i think uh. it was more like <laughs> eastern thoughts like, i see he he embraced the they mind taught people how to stop looking into the water <laughs> and <laughs> listen to, to the, the wind, wind. <laughs> uh, there's a wind oh um God. the uh uh I remember, like, it's like that's the thing about Edward Norton. Like, I think after that, he kind of that was part of his deal was that he can get like a cut of a movie, oh, yeah. and like that was like he's like he's like, oh, I can. Uh, this is the thing, and I remember like thinking like that was so cool that he could like have more control as an actor. It's like like you're kind of powerless to what they decide to use, and so now he had more control. And I remember uh, when we on uh, the Nerdist we were uh, talking to uh, Harrison Ford, 
and like he was just talking about how like it's like you know he's like yeah I make a movie all the time and so I was like I was like have you ever wanted like more control of your stuff though like you know, like you know some actors like produce stuff or like you know how Edward Norton like uh like will like get a cut on a movie he's, he's like he's like I don't know that he does that and I was like. <laughs> I was, uh, he's, I was like, oh yeah, but that's that's what he does. Would you ever? He's, he's like, what? What do you? And like, he kind of got at me about like, it's like he's like saying, he's like, what are you even talking about? He was mad. He was just grumpy. He was just doing the Harrison Ford thing. <laughs> but then I fucking doubled down. I was like, would you ever feel that you wanted to be a part of the creative process after your acting was done? <laughs> he was like, he's like, oh no. Like, like, but I was so proud of myself for not getting shaky and just Good. backing yeah. down. Yeah, fuck you, Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I'd be able to do that. You scruffy looking nerd. I didn't. Nerf I was surprised. Herder. I thought about the fact that I did that. Like fucking been shaking. Like, just to this day, I just kind of you know. Just the other day, I was at the Eagles Lodge and I'm a member of the other yeah. and, <laughs> and some guy was just like, "Is like, hey, are you a member?" I was like, "Yeah, are you." He's like, "Yeah, well, let me see your ID. Let me see your membership card." And I was like. All right. I thought, and then like I showed him, he's like, this isn't real. And then like, I started feeling that like, I, I don't want to get into a confrontation. Yeah. And like, I started feeling shaky and like sick and yeah. I don't want to, I think it's just cause as a big guy, it's sure. like, you know, it's uh you could really do some damage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, well, what happened? So um, did you leave? He looked at it. No, it's like, he looked at it. like, uh, like he's like, he's, he's like, this isn't real. This isn't like, like uh, he's like, this isn't for this one. I was like, it is, it is. And then like, um, he showed me his. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah, they gave it to me it. here. I don't know. It's the like, business of counterfeiting uh, yeah. Eagles Lodge memberships. Yeah, that's why I saw him. Like, he's like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not. In the, I'm not in the business of counterfeiting Eagle Lodge memberships. And, and then, then, like, uh, some guys like, oh, don't worry about and it. And then man. a half dozen 270 pound dudes came over and whispered to me, "Don't worry about that guy. He's an asshole." Yeah. <laughs> like, Who? What? Yeah. Like, oh, I wasn't paying attention. To um, but uh, that is it for music news, everybody. <laughs> there was a couple other things about Dave Grohl and Ringo Starr talking about their dead band members, and of course. Trent Reznor reneging on his stance on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But you know what? Depressing and not interesting. Uh, we're going to break for a song from The Great song? No, it's not this. What if it was this song? It's not the song. This is Neil's music. This is, of course, Screaming Females. Screaming Females version of Taylor Swift. All right, we're going to play the Great American Novel. Uh, their song "Perpetual Emotion Machine." If you want your music, better be better than my song. Don't do that.
Support for Jonah Radio comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped! It offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, here's the thing. One time, I was trying to get rid of some of the fluff in my buff, and uh, (laughs) I... I, I snicked the nick, if you know Ooh, what I mean. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't that fun. But luckily, the Lawnmower 2.0 from Manscaped has proprietary skin safe technology. So this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts, Cash. Oh, manscaping accidents <laughs> are finally a thing of the past. Finally. And with the Manscaped Pro, you'll be able to not use the same trimmer on your face as on your nuts. Now, that's just nasty, Cash. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You know, you're already putting deodorant on your armpits and maybe, you know, parts of your ass crack. Mm-hmm. Well, why aren't you putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body, your bowl sack? That's Th- what I'm asking. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Guys don't notice that. They think it's coming from the girl. Wrong, bucko. <laughs> what the <laughs> Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Jonah at, at manscaped.com. manscaped.com. I don't know how I feel about Congratulations that. Congratulations on your legacy. <laughs> Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Remember, get 20% off free shipping when you use the code Jonah at manscaped.com at checkout. That's that- 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. I'm sure we have an insane amount of hairy listeners oh yeah and you're also on tour hopefully there's cool people that listen to this thing so you'll get that you'll get that deodorant for your nuts and then you'll get the manscaper and then we're good to go please use code jonah kona code use code shona at checkout shona that's manscaped (laughs) is it chona or jonah jonah Well, I guess that depends on how high you're shaving. (laughs) We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, this is Damon Arbonne of Gorilla. I was doing a station ID. Well, you interfered with my art. You've never bothered playing well, class. Good one, Randy. Good one. God damn it. It's Bill Kessel. No, the yeah, 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 yeah. Arizona um, Coyotes. <laughs> Desert Dogs. Anyway. Is this show live? Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> live to tape. <laughs> Neil Mahoney will give you full credit for that. Oh, Jesus. Hello, Neil this Mahoney. is Steve. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Neil Mahoney, legendary worst <laughs> caller of the year. God damn Neil it. Neil Mahoney. God damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just us cursing while he plays other people saying his name. It feels like a make-a-wish. <laughs> like, it just feels... Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna... We got Sklars. <laughs> we got Tom Sharpling. <laughs> we got... Jesus, Neil. All uh, right. First of all, fuck you, Neil. It's time for our. It's, it's, uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about a thing. Talk about what? We're going to talk about something. Uh, we got a thing. Oh, got a boy. thing. Boom. That's not it. <laughs> hey. All right. This is where we'll cut into the show. Oh God, Neil. God. 
<laughs> Are you sure you just had coffee at the pub across the street? Sure did. Oh, boy. So we thought, uh, you know, when, I was, when we knew Allie was going to be the guest, mm-hmm. when we got the word from our booking agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Sorry that took so long to yeah. get back no, to No, no, it's okay. We all have busy schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, essentially we thought about, you used to do the Simpsons podcast. Simpsons is known for having a lot of great songs come out of there. Sure we're talking about What are some of our favorite songs from TV shows that weren't the theme song? So you can think of a lot of great theme songs. Oh, sure. The yeah. the one where they're friends. The, the WKRP. Um, uh, <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> um, that's the totality. And so, and this kind of got me. The, the reason I kind of was thinking about this because, of course, The Simpsons and also uh, the show um, Righteous Gemstones. So oh, like yeah. People oh, went oh, crazy hell. for uh, Misbehaving. This song blows my mind. So this is, I, I this is don't watch this show yet, or I have not watched it yet. This is. So um, Walton Goggins and um, and the, the deceased wife of uh, uh, John, John Goodman. Goodman. It's like they. Uh, as children, they were stars children, yeah. that performed. Yeah. Gotcha. That's such a good show. Yeah. So I'm glad they're bringing it back. Yeah, me too. Um, and then, of course, uh, they also did the 1989 version. Like this, like this is how deep oh, they did it. They've they've made different versions of yeah, the, yeah. Because that's uh, what's his nuts from Workaholics, right? No, it's Walton no. Goggins. Oh, it's still Goggins. Yeah. Walter Goggins is the fucking best. Yeah. So anyway, like people went crazy it's, for this, and they were so excited. Like there was like news articles like popping up, being like, "It's like they put misbehaving out." It's, it's out. It's a, you can get it. You can buy oh, it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, and that's like probably the, like, I've never seen that like happen in a show. It's like, it was like, where's that yeah. song from uh, that show? Fervor, yeah. 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 I just thought of a better pick than the one I did, but keep going. No, no, no. no, no. I, I, I think so, we're no, all going to come let's start, up we'll with start with your. We'll, we'll start with your first pick. I, my first pick I had to, as uh, someone who, and l- let me quickly clarify. I know the plugs will go at the end. My Simpsons podcast, uh, everything's going to be up. Simpsons has ended. It's ended, yes. I'm having a new Simpsons podcast called Round Springfield, where we interview Simpsons writers and voice actors only um, and ask them about their failed pilots and different projects they've worked on. So wow. Round Springfield. And so coming up, we have... Um, yeah. Finally, uh, a Yardley Smith. Our Yardley first, Smith. Our first guest. From, from Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> uh, our first guest and, uh, uh, was David X. Cohen. David X. Cohen. Uh, it's going to be very fun. Slickers. She was in City Slickers. She was in City, City Slickers. Slickers. She got knocked up in City Slickers. She sure did. We're going to yeah, talk to her Daniel about that. Yeah, Stern knocked her up, right? <laughs> when you have Julie Kavner on, can you talk to her about uh, My Life? I will. Yeah. Your yeah. life? <laughs> no, no. No, My Life, the movie, oh. uh, where it's uh, it's like a, she's like a comedian in the like 70s, yeah. I think. It's she's a- incredible. And uh, she's in a lot of Woody Allen stuff. And that is too bad because I hope she doesn't say like, we can't talk about it because she's so good in everything she's ever done. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, my first pick as someone who has uh, has and have had a Simpsons podcast and also a Twin Peaks podcast. I had two very great shows to choose from. Um, because all the music in Twin Peaks is incredible. Yes. Um, oh. But rather than try and be super interesting, I picked the most obvious thing <laughs> in the world. You know, a town with money is a little like the mule with exactly. a spinning <laughs> Oh, this is <laughs> a good one. how he got it, and dang if he knows how to use it. <laughs> mule. <laughs> Just the perfect. <laughs> the name's Lanley. Lyle Lanley. 
And I come before you good people tonight with an idea. Probably the greatest... Oh, it's not for you. Oh. It's more of a Shelbyville idea. Now, wait just a minute. We're twice as smart as the people of Shelbyville. Just tell us your idea and we'll vote for it. All right. <laughs> I tell you what I'll do. I'll show you my idea. I give you the Springfield monorail. Oh. Yeah. I've sold monorails to Brockway, Ogdenville, and North Haverbrook. Real quick thing about Ogdenville. There's a street in Hollywood called Ogden. Mm-hmm. I used to have to park on it to go to uh, improv class, um, you know, like in 17 years ago or whatever. Uh, and and still to this day, every time I drive by Ogden, <laughs> I just go Ogdenville in North Havenbrook. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's like there's that, there's that street, and then there's also Genesee. Yes. Know, where, where every time I drive past Genesee, I go Hey Genesee. Okay, I thought I was the other one. Hey that. Genesee. There's one. Um, it's from Mr. Show, and it was the street that David Cross lived on. Uh, DeLong Prey. <laughs> DeLong Prey Dan. Yeah. yeah, DeLong Prey Dan. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I see uh, Spalding, and I always think, is, my name is Gavin Spalding. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway. DeLong Prey. Put them on the map. Well, sir, there's nothing on her. I hear those things are awfully loud. It glides as softly as a cloud. Is there a chance the track could bend? Not on your life, my Hindu friend. What about Problematic. Cancelled. Cushy jobs. Were you sent here by the devil? No good, sir. I'm on the level. This is level. Conan's the episode. So he's saying this at the bullshit. Knife, my good man. The best line. Or did we miss it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, came Take my pen oh, knife, my good man. Yes. I swear it's Springfield's only choice. Throw up your hands and raise your voice. The question was, my ring fell off my pudding can. Yeah. Once again. So this is like, it's weird because it's a... It's a Music Man reference. Yeah, yes. it's that, which we also did on the last season of MST. I love Music Man. I was in it twice. Oh, really? <laughs> is that what, do you think that's a bit why you have... You know, because I was thinking, like, there are so many... It, honestly, if you had even asked me what's the best Simpsons song, I would have had a really hard time uh, because they're all really great. And, like, I wouldn't even say Monorail's necessarily, like, you know, oh, it's the Lisa. best one. I mean, this is my favorite Simpsons song. Happy birthday, Lisa. Yeah. One, two, three, four. I thought about that one. <laughs> MJ, problematic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not singing. He, he did he not didn't sing. sing. He did he, the voice. He did the voice, but he did not sing. But that's like me and Deanna still sing this together. Can this guy sing Michael Jackson's he should song re-record. so it's not problematic anymore? Yeah. He should do the Taylor Swift and just like redo all the... And it's such like one of the sweetest moments so sweet. in Simpsons history. Yeah. Um, Although, now that we know that that guy spent the night in the room with Bart. <laughs> like, they just put Bart as his roommate. And we don't know what he was in for. But I also really love, uh, and I was considering doing the Planet of the Apes musical. Because that was oh, that is a best, great one. But I chose not to do any... Uh, like specific parodies in terms of like uh, the melodies are the same, but that one portion is not, so it's fine. But like I, I hate, hate every, every ape I see from, from chimpanzee to, to chimpanzee. <laughs> You'll yes, never really, make a monkey. I used to like. Really made a monkey. I remember I was so into Planet of the Apes and all the sequels when I was younger, and like um, one of the songs when I tried to make funny songs when I was like you know twelve, I like 
I would like one of the songs I would join was like was a planet of the apes, planet of those apes from here to there (laughs) above and beneath the planet of the apes. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's a conquest of the like it's just like going through the we got to escape. That's very fun. Uh, Never uh, follow through like a lot of stuff. But uh, uh, the uh, that was. Yeah. So that's that's like any Simpsons one, really. Yeah, they did. They did so much good. The mediocre musical. presidents is a really good song. Yeah, and it's almost like it oh, feels almost hacked to even like say like Simpsons music is good. I know, but it's I like it, it is so good. And the the Simpsons uh, music is one of my bigger influences in terms of you could make funny songs that are still uh, music centric, like they're yeah, still yeah. melody driven, and it's very much just like you would listen to it even if it weren't funny. Like yes. that melody, at least it's your birthday, whatever it is, whatever it is that they were singing, it would be a good catchy tune. Yeah, no, were totally. You, were you ever into Ween? Very much so. Okay. Very, yeah. very much so. Yeah, because uh, like, I feel like for myself, like the musical dedication to them, like nailing these genres, yeah, uh, was like more important than being funny. I agree. Yeah. And then just being funny was. About it. Right. Yeah. it just kind of came with it. I mean, it, uh, you know, butter and sauce. They might be giants in in ways as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say like they might be giants where it's like they had a lot of fun. Guys, guys, can we just come down on it after all this time? Let them be giants or let them but not only be. One we of them don't is a giant. need to keep asking this. That's a, that one of the Johns. He could play me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Cash, what was yours? Uh, mine is from the God 2014 series uh, Patriot. I don't know if you guys have watched. I know Neil has watched Patriot. I watched the first season. The second season bugged me out. I have not. I have not watched the second season. But uh, the this is from the pilot. The June 2011. Uh, let's not a, hold on one sec. Sorry, so I wasn't sure it opens the the. It opens this guy walking through uh, the halls of Congress and he walks up to a woman. He's like, hey, I have a problem. She's like, what's your problem? She says, well, um, we're trying to keep the nuclear. uh, We're trying to (laughs) we're trying to keep uh, the Iranians from getting a nuclear. Iranians. Iranian. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I've sent an agent to take care of this scientist, uh, but I think we might have a problem. And then the woman says, "Okay, what's the problem? He says, well, the problem is the guy I sent is my son. And he's really getting into folk music right now, right now, and he's kind of telling some secrets. And then he, they they roll this song, and it's literally an June admission. United States learned Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad was fucking around with new centrifuges. Yeah, he's like at a coffee house in Amsterdam. Egyptian like. physicist Mohammed Baba Almashed was hired to produce the catalyzed uranium. I was. Test a Schumer shed while he was on vacation. <laughs> he's just bleeding national. Yeah, powers. he's just I telling them everything that, that he should. Short-range nuclear weapons um, to destroy Israel. But during it, he mentioned that he was actually white room tortured, which yeah. destroys the idea, idea of center himself. And so you realize this is literally the only guy, the way he can just communicate anything is to bed. kind of make a folk song. Yeah. And then it keeps going, and he keeps writing these folk songs that arrested by the are so much more emotional than the rest of the movie. Make it so, or movie series, make it so serious and sweet. And then you go into the actual like spycraft of it, and it's 
like a fucking stand-up routine. It's hilarious. It's, That's great. There's That's so much stuff. I, I've never seen that done in that way, and I love it. Yeah, it's, people fucking love it. It's uh, so it's Stephen Conrad who is the guy who did The Weatherman. You guys mm-hmm, remember yeah. that? Yeah. that the, uh, the Nick Cage movie. The Nick Cage movie. Um, and I just he, remember the one part from the trailer where it's like, "Hey, Weatherman, you suck!" And then someone throws a shake at him on the street. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff like that, but it's yeah. it's it's great. It's uh, what is it? Kurtwood Smith and. Um, that's great, Cash. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really good. It's, uh, it's distributed by Sony Pictures <laughs> Limited. No, it's on Amazon. Dude. No, I know. I <laughs> Amazon doesn't. Uh, they own their own stuff. Neil, what's yours? I don't know. You admonished me for my first pick, and then I gave you a second pick. I asked Neil, like, uh, like I told Cash, Neil, and Allie. I said, it's like, it's like, hey, the best song from a TV show. And I quickly asked if Flight of the Concords and Snake Just Count. Yes, you and, did. And I and said, said, I said, it, it could. You said it could, and I said, you know what? No. Feels like cheating. It's unfit. It's cheating. Uh, and I said, but it can't be the, of course, the, uh, the theme song. Oh, and that, then, my second pick is right. Oh. So Neil picked the end of radio because Mike O'Brien used it in an episode of AP Bio. And, and that's a needle drop. That's, that's that, not uh, the same uh, thing. It's not a needle show from. It's not a show count. from. No, it's not from rules. it. But what? What? Why? It's would, obvious. It's uh, yeah. Everyone to else be fair, that the, <laughs> there is a theme on the show of us texting each other yeah. what the theme is going to be and somebody getting it completely wrong. But it's so not like it's just this like, isn't on purpose, though. No, no one ever does it on purpose. But I, I mean, I could see this song. Though? Like the fact that this song is on an NBC. Yeah. Big time sitcom. I think and it has a four minute ramp up. I mean, it's not like, like it's the whole thing is on there. What? It's not like the whole song is on there. Well, no, they had it ramp up. So yeah, yeah, the yeah. Fucking the, the 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 kick drum hits like with the buckets of blood or something. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, a that's a different uh, topic though, and that topic's a great one. Yes, yeah, so needle drops. Yeah, needle drop. Best yeah. needle drops are so fun to talk about. But this is a this is just my other pick is last train in Clarksville. <laughs> like, I guess that they played that. That wasn't the theme song. There wasn't the theme song. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys is the theme song to the monkeys. Yeah. Last train to Clarksville is a song they played in it. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. This song is you amazing. Said it, you said it wasn't the theme. It wasn't the theme. Oh, okay. I truly think this is one of the best songs of all time. And I actually was listening to this Brady Bunch soundtrack all day, thinking like. What did they do? Because I, I watched that show, but like, what are the albums when they were trying to be the Partridge family? Oh, yeah. And they do a really, like, like, they do a really, like, straight, like, on the beat version of Day After Day by Badfinger. And it's just like, day after day. And it's got, like, no groove. And it's, like, the <laughs> saddest, whitest thing I've ever heard. And I, I honestly think we should listen to some of it because it's really funny. Church version. Yes, can we listen to a tiny bit of that later? But can I? <laughs> yeah, it, um, am, am I? Uh, so one of the things that I was gonna uh, think of submitting for this was uh, Twin Peaks. Um, like there were some really amazing original songs. There's one horrible Twin Peaks song, which is the one um, that What's His Face Crybaby Motorcycle Band James sings, um, and re- and it has a reprisal in uh, season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying that that song is really bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the one song I really wanted to play. Um, Hold on. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Did you find it? We steal Wi-Fi from the sandwich shop. Yes. Okay, here's Day After Day. It sounds like karaoke. Yeah, it kind of yeah. does.
It's so weird that because the Brady Bunch always felt to me like the more popular one, but yeah. then you you mentioned that like, oh yeah, they had to compete with the, the Partridge family. The music career of yeah. the Partridge family was like selling, like the music was selling. Yeah. Yeah, it really does sound like a... It's a choir. Yeah, yeah it's, that's a, real it's bad. Christian music. It's really rough. And also, I, I'm always freaked out by a group of people singing the word I. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you um, will hate reggae. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but if it's uh, available, I wanted to just say the other uh, idea that I had when I uh, realized, oh, my God, I, had a, I have a better idea. Um, just in terms of original music where people are like, oh my God, they actually made it a real song and mm-hmm. now it's yes. available. And this is one of my favorites too. When she, when she mentioned it, I was like, I was like, fuck, this would have been my choice. I can't choice. believe I didn't think of it. And it's, and one it's of, my, uh, of the season. And I, I fucking referenced oh, this man, song. Trey, look up at the sky. It's a full moon. On oh, the oh, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Break it From down. 30 Rock. It was so good. And I heard a knock on my bedroom door. Opened it up. And to my surprise, I woke up where we're standing there with glowing gold eyes. He says, tomorrow, my son, you will be a man. And in the show, they played 15 seconds of it. Yeah. So the and fact they that they made, the made an entire thing. Spooky, scary. Boys becoming men. Men becoming wolves. <laughs> Uh, my, anyway. Mine was uh, the Animaniacs. The Animaniacs had like five I love or six. Animaniacs. The well, states. Awesome. Huh? That was like a, a after-school show for me. Like it. Yeah. It was like three thirty or something. It was like right when I got home. From yeah. That for me yeah. was yeah, me uh, Spin City, which is why it's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> <of all time>. <laughs> <laughs> Spin City and then the the nanny. There you go, Fran Drash. I mean, it's it's very I mean it's very connected to the Looney Tunes thing. It's not original music. But this is I remember that one. Yeah, yeah me too. It's, I remember they had a Christmas movie and or like a longer Christmas episode where they sang the song Noel, but it was about uh, uh, Moby Dick, and it was just like No Whale, No Whale. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever hear uh, or see the clip of it was some like daytime talk show in New York and it was like about bad like they put people on blind dates and um, it's uh, Sean O'Connor oh yeah oh. And, no that was Tyra that was, it was a, Tyra it was an episode of oh, Tyra shit. Yeah. and like uh, he just like kept like he had a whale puppet and like uh, on his hand and they were like and they would be like how do you think the date went he would be like well <laughs> I think it went pretty well <laughs> do you, would you go on a date with her again well I mean that's, if she wants to that's really funny oh, the most Sean O'Connor yeah. thing. That's very good. Oh, and emo haircut, like nobody's business. Oh, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Very much of a time. Uh, this is one of, uh, this is my choice. Uh, All right, tee it up. Tee it up. The, 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 the impetus of the whole idea. No, no, I thought this afterwards. Oh, okay. Because mine was Happy Birthday Lisa, then I thought of a better one. Ooh. Okay, good. Um, but before that, I, I do want to say, uh, because, oh, no, I'll, I'll do this first. Um, it was a sketch on Saturday Night Live. Uh, where it was a wedding scene. That count. It's yeah. got to, It's a song from a show, right? Oh, that's uh, 
because if that counts, I think it's a little bit of a cheat. How is it a cheat? Well, it's because it's, I, I oh, guess sketches? I, I, think, I think sketches is slightly different in the same way that, well, because, you know, because then all of Lonely Island counts and they're yeah. just so good. What sketch fair. show did they have? They Saturday had Saturday Night Live. Night Live. <laughs> mm, doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one is just. Okay, it's fair, it's fair. This one is like uh, my favorite. Bit. It's like. So it's like a wedding scene, and then it's like it's like my dad wants to say a speech, and then it's like Fred Armisen's the dad going, "Say, like, hey, oh, we they, thought it'd be yeah, real yeah, dorky yeah. to get the band back together, and it was fist fight by Crisis of Conformity, and it's the <laughs> fucking most spot on '80s hardcore song, and this was on SNL. Yeah, this was a great goddamn sketch. Who is it? It's Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher, Bill Hader, Armisen's on drums. Yeah, Armistead on drums. No, Armistead's singing, and then uh, Grohl's on drums. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because uh, uh, Grohl does like a fucking like his mic goes out, and then someone like puts the mic back to him because he like does some backups. Oh, wow. so good. And that was like that was something I think like Ashton Kutcher did, which I thought was like really, really cool because Ashton Kutcher knew his guitar wasn't really he wasn't really playing it, and so he knew he could just like fucking put the mic over to Grohl. Yeah, and I was like, that's really cool. Yeah, but like when Ronald Reagan comes to town, God, that's so great. But then it got me thinking about, and that's maybe it's it's all. Uh, but one of my all-time, there's a ton of great songs in this one sketch. So this is Garth Brooks. Anna Gasteyer comes in, says, "I think you're going to get a job." He got laid off, and then he says he'd sell his soul. Gonna go anywhere without a hit song, dude. I would sell my soul for a hit song right now. Then Will Ferrell shows up. I am Lucifer. <laughs> and I have heard your request, and it shall be granted. Do you, Milo Jenkins, truly wish to render your soul unto me in exchange for the success? You crave? Oh, yes, sir, I do. I mean, if I could have one hit song. So anyway. All right. <laughs> There's a guy named Fred, and he's got a pair of slacks. Ooh, Fred's got slacks. Fred's got slacks. It's like a... On the boulevard. What's it like? Feckless Eric? What was that guy? Reckless Eric? Feckless? Uh, I, mean, I, <laughs> I like Feckless Town. Yeah. Feckless Eric. Uh, Reckless uh, Eric. Uh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, I love, yeah. Because Will Ferrell sang that song in that They make me yeah. so mad. Weekend! I'm up for the weekend! Son of a bitch! I just, uh, I just was watching uh, Will Ferrell's audition tape. Oh. And I couldn't uh, believe uh, how many of the things he auditioned with ended up being scattered. Yeah. Uh, like, wow. get off the shed. Oh, Get Off the Show was his first episode, I think. And that was what he auditioned with. Yeah. Um, and it's driving me mad. <laughs> different lyrics. No, it's oh, my ride's here. Yeah. Oh. All right, I'm leaving. I'm, I've embarrassed uh, myself. Yeah. So, oh, hello, police. Um, <laughs> so, uh, a couple of the things, I'm not sure if you want to play them uh, or how easy they are to find, but if we're doing sketch shows, it does open up quite a bit of things just because... Um, the uh, show Snuffbox mm-hmm. uh, had a really good uh, and bizarre uh, style of humor that worked for songs. They have a song called Rapping with a Baby. Um, let's see if this 
plays. Uh, this is, um, what's his name? Rich Fulton. It's very of its nice time. Nice Manchester beat, man. It's very <laughs> of its time. Grimey. I'm a rapper with a baby. Oh, with a baby. <laughs> I got a little bitty motherfucking baby. <laughs> Don't say maybe. He's got a baby. He got it cause he did it with a lady. <laughs> I rap with my baby in the coffee shop. I rap with my baby in the parking lot. I'm rapping with my baby in the cocaine den. I rap all day with my baby and I do it again. You get Don't it. Say yeah. <laughs> I, if we're, cocaine if, what? Cocaine and? den. Cocaine den. den. It, in the video, it looked like an opium den. Yes. Oh. But, but K consonants are funnier. If yeah. we're uh, if we're going sketch show, I got to put uh, Dave's I know up there. Oh. Yes. Uh, that is absolutely so like, good. Could have been. Uh, could have been a They Might Be a Giant song just so happened to come out for, come What's out of the, the kids the in the hall. I mean... Jesus Christ Superstar rip that fucking uh, Mr. Show did. Oh, yeah. he's like, hey, G- oh, yeah. hey, check this shit out. <laughs> Close the doors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like, hey, uh, what do we do, cool boy? Bur- yeah, it's like, close that... Yeah, refrigerator door. We're yeah. not paying to cool the out of doors. Yeah. And what's the song they have? Like, what do we do? Better boy Jeepers Creepers. Well, it's not all that good, but it's not all that bad. <laughs> and then Gene Tremblehorn yeah. from Basic Instinct and Waterworld is in that sketch. That's so weird. And Waterworld. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you can get um, like some great stuff off of. But uh, Dave's I Know is also on Shame Based Man, the amazing album Call from Bruce man. McCullough. Yeah, oh, that's true. Uh, I'm here my girlfriend? Hi. Do you want us to turn our radios down? We already did. Yeah. Okay, listen, will you play our song for us? Um, well, what is your song? Love, In a love is where we belong. <laughs> what? What is your love song? It's, uh... uh it's, um... These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. This has got to be... The most unbidden song that comes to my head. Yeah. Like like the one where it's just like, I'm not thinking about it at all. And then uh, I got to go get the car, the groceries out of the car. These are the days. Yeah. Just, just hauling groceries upstairs. It's great. There's like, there's a lot of good. Um, God, he has all these. I didn't know a lot of guys named Dave before really? I moved here. Really? It was a West Coast thing for you? I guess so. Yeah. My dad's name is Dave. So it kind of like. Hold on. And alone. And it was like quick. Like I had to start putting last names into my phone. Yeah. Up your bike. Well, I just called my. It I, just, it, I just started with dad. When you're fat, and then I went. I went into other names. And you're on a diet for no one. And on your birthday, only your mother calls. She says happy, happy. This is a fucking great album. I love this album. It's so good. Bruce McCullough's Shame Based Man. Um. Uh, caller, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Um. My girlfriend uh, is a heroin pig. <laughs> yes, and what's your point, sir? Well, it's a heroin she's a heroin pig. pig. Mm-hmm. She just she just gobbles the stuff, boy. You know, is this how it is? Do you go to comedy shows like this? No. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't go yeah. to comedy shows. Wait, did I ever notice? What's what the is deal? this guy what's talking? Me? What's the deal with what? <laughs> I went to a comedy just show. Wolf sit down. She just she can't get enough of that of that stuff and um <laughs> that's all. She's a, she's a, 
she's a she's a she's a she's a she's a she's a heroin pig. Anyway, uh, uh, Mighty Boosh also has some good. Mighty Boosh has Mighty a ton. Boosh Neil, you okay there? Yeah, I'm great. Just feel a little bit attacked. Do, oh, do you like less. doing the podcast? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> We've been waiting for him to leave. <laughs> I can replace you. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be I good. Wear your hat. That'd be good for our uh, our gender imbalance. Sure. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, you're another, white though. I just need Eddie Murphy's another. gonna play me in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I just need another gig so that I can transition. He's to, can, he's can, he wants podcast. to he wants to start doing drops on the dollop. He told me a couple the, of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah that's he, true. He, he, they so don't like that. they don't do drops on that, but he's really trying to push. I just I just sometimes you you, you you so those things. You, oh, your negativity is what sets me off. I just want you to have a See, good time. Here's that, here's a, I, you, you I don't do think it? it's the I'm higher not. couch. I'm think, not negative. I think I think I think it's the higher couch. I think his negativity Fucking is the assholes. same level. I think you can just see it more. I think a, it's just when it's the couch is lower, he's kind of in the fun, back. If you're having fun, I'm having fun. is a little baby guinea pig. I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. Well, then I'm having a great time. My weekend. The real Neil. Was great. If you hey, we back to a job I love. Yeah. We're going you must chill. All right, I that love. is it for the show, everybody. We want to thank everyone for listening. We want to thank Allie Gertz for showing up. You, you got, got anything it. to plug? Uh, yeah. Yeah, come in January round Springfields. Talking yeah, yeah, to yeah, you already people. Did that. Well, no, That's I, it. I asked her. <laughs> Neil, you got anything to plug? Well, let's see. Jonah, how about I've you? I've been working on a show called Royalties. It's for Quibi. It's a new streaming service you're going to have to pay for. First of all, There's fuck There's also going to be ads on it. And then, Put uh, your knife away. You can watch it vertically or away. horizontally. I am so sad. It's a fun show. It's like a Tenacious D or a, a Flight of the Concord style show. Really? About songwriters. What? And there's a music video at the end of every episode. Who's in it? And then if you want to, you can swipe left and then see the oh, whole music video. Oh, good for you. you. Uh, I'm Who's in it? Uh, uh, Darren oh, Chris. Oh, good for uh, you. The murder it's of Gianni Versace. Now. Give me a He's fucking that guy. answer. And then uh, uh, Kether, Kether. Last name something. Man, it's all fucked. Uh, she I was on your Kether the worst. is a first name. Uh, yeah, Kether's the first name. It's all fucked now. And then uh, yeah, they got like guest stars like Jennifer Coolidge and John Stamos and like all these other like, all fucking hot sacks. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's a fun show. Uh, that's what I'm doing. It's not even out. Yeah, it's not out. Not till April. <laughs> what? Why didn't fuck? we fucking plug it? Well, I was asked. Uh, I said, do you have anything to plug? You can plug that. That's in April. It's not even this year. What's coming up for you? No, don't ask him anymore. No, no I just I want him to get it well, right next time. Turn off the fucking song. You I can buy my book, Everything Simpsons Fans buy Know. Buy my do. book. Buy my book. That's not even The Simpsons. Um, if you want your music my, played on this podcast, please send. my computer next month. That's so Jonah cool. Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O, at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any station IDs, uh, in, uh, like impressions of celebrities doing station IDs, send us uh, those Those are as impressions? Well. Yeah, wait, whole shit. <laughs> oh, God <laughs> damn it. What? Um, and then if you want to advertise, if you want to advertise, J dot Smith at Starburns dot com. Uh, and I will be doing uh, in, uh, I'll be doing a show in Hawaii at Anna O'Brien's Ooh. On, the, on November 17th. I'm going to, uh, how, ten, long, he, how long are you there? Uh, seven days or something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be down be, the 20th. Oh, but I'm probably in a different island. I'll be gone back. All right. uh, I'll be there for the Hawaiian International Film Festival, and then I'll be doing. Uh, I'll be going to the uh, Louisville. 
Louisville Galaxy Con. I'll be doing shows in uh, Bloomington. I'll be doing shows in Lexington. You going to Kansas, Kansas, Corey? Uh, I already went once when I was there before. Uh, I'll be uh, back. No, I won't be able to because I'll be going straight from the con to the show. Oh, shit. Uh, and then I'll be doing Lexington and I will be doing uh, Louisville. I'll be doing the Kaiju Bar. Uh, so uh, come to those. Tell your friends. Um, and that's it for me. Hooray. All right. Thanks, Allie, for coming. Did you, you have fun? Yeah, I had a blast. Did you have a good time? All right, are we're we gonna, still on mic? <laughs> we are. We're going to be ending out. Uh, I had a great time. We're going to end this episode with <laughs> another submitted track. Can't wait. If you want your music, play it on this podcast. Give it to us. Uh, but we are going to play Awkward Girl um, by Science Science is Fiction. It's about me. Don't everybody think me at one CP. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Please continue to tell your friends about the show.